what's in your mind for you and for I. I'm trying to decide when you look in your eyes, yeah, yeah. I mean, besides, but you're Boom, here we are again, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Inside the RV. This is episode 24. You're listening to Inside the RV. This is a podcast about entrepreneurship, work ethic, self-development, and becoming the best version of yourself. Thank you for joining us, listeners. 24 episodes in. Wow. It's the holiday season. Ah, oh, man, I'm 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 pretty stoked, bro. It's it's cool. 24 weeks. We I can't dro- believe it's been 24 weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. That's insane. We were talking about doing this for like a, probably a good month or two, and then we did it. Now here we are, man. 24 weeks. I think we were pretty quick on it. Yeah. You you had the idea. And it was just like, this sounds perfect. Hey, we just executed. Exactly. And now yeah. Uncle Mo is on our side. Yeah. Our, every, all of our listeners have Uncle Mo within them now. <laughs> Love it. They're, uncle Mo's a mutual friend for everybody. Yeah. A mutual uncle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, episode 24, uh, Inside the RV, you're joined by your two lovely hosts. I'm Jacob Moore. And I'm Ryan Ramirez. And together. AKA Double R. AKA Double R. Sorry. AKA Two Bearded Men. Yes. Together, we are an artist and artist manager duo looking to take over the music industry and be successful and come up as uh, an independent team. Mm-hmm. And we do a lot of, uh, most of what we do out of this RV. Definitely. <laughs> and through this Mac that you see on the video. Yeah. Watch this on YouTube if you haven't. Uh, today, I want to talk about something that I think our team is pretty good at doing because we were forced to. I think you and I realized that we wouldn't be successful if we didn't adopt this mindset because we have been hit with so many uh, got issues and roadblocks right in the middle of projects. Oh, lack of a lot of lack ofs. Yeah. Yeah. Lack of a resource resource or a a person or whatever. Guys, I want to tell you something. If you if you're going to be successful in something, you need to be solutions-oriented, okay? Solutions-oriented, that means that you go out and you find a solution to things. When you're in a predicament, you look at what's around you, you take the information and the data that's around you, and you provide a solution. Here's where most people get stuck. Most people get stuck, and I know this because all throughout college and my professional career and all this stuff and all the teams I've worked on, you got people who are solutions-oriented and people who aren't. It's pretty damn black and white because you either provide and or contribute to the solution or you don't. Mm -hmm. And here's where most people stop and don't allow themselves to become solutions-oriented. People sit and they dwell on everything that's going wrong. Okay. Now, now identifying what's going wrong in a situation is part of providing a solution, right? You have to assess what is going on and make an informed decision based on the current data or information that's available to you. Mm -hmm. But what a lot of people do is they sit there and they go, Oh God, X happened and Y happened. And, and, and there's this and that, and it happened because of this. Oh yeah. yeah. And then fucking Joe Schmo next, you go, Oh yeah, it happened because of this. Cause mm-hmm. fucking, you know, Joe Schmo's cousin didn't do this and didn't do that, mm-hmm. whatever. And people sit there and they dwell on the things that are, that, that caused the hardship, caused the issue, caused the roadblock. And they dwell on it so much that they aren't able to sit there and find a solution to it. Okay. Part of providing a solution, like I said, is being able to take all of the components, all the things that went bad, that went good, and being able to take that next step. Mm-hmm. If you aren't able to take everything that goes wrong and use that to push you into a positive direction to find a solution to your problem, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. 
okay? You're going to fail. Number one, you're going to fail personally because when things are all on you, you're not going to be able to have the skill inside of yourself to be able to assess the situation Mm -hmm. and find a solution. So that's when you're by yourself. And when you're working with a team, you're going to be the guy on the team that isn't helping anyone get to the next step. It's like, okay, you're hiking. There's a big log in front of you. We need to figure out how to step over this. Are you going to be the guy that says, oh my God, we should have taken the other path. I knew there, there were a lot of twigs. The rain started coming down. I don't give a shit, dude. I'm trying to get over the log now. Yeah. Okay. So that's something that's really important to me. And I'm sure you too, Ryan, yeah. because we run into a lot of roadblocks specifically with when we film music videos. Yes. Talk about that. Well, going off what you're saying, like, I think the key word to the whole solutions thing is just the word adjust. Yeah. I think that's all it is. Like, I think that no matter who you are, what your circumstances, who your team is, etc., you're always going to be hit. You're, the 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 path is never going to be perfect. There's 100%. always going to be detours. Always going to be other things that come in that you didn't expect. A lot of um things that were unknown that came at you. But the keyword is adjust. All you got to do is adjust. Just keep mm-hmm. that end result in mind and just adjust accordingly. I'll never forget speaking of music videos. That one time we went on that one music video shoot with Nate James. Yes, sir. Speaking of Nate James again, that's the man. The that's seventh Nathan time James. this whole day. That's how you know he really left an impact in our lives. Um, but basically, we went on a music video shoot with him. He was directing it. I think the artist was that dude, Rax. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I just like things were not going right. Th- these people were late. The girl showed up late, etc. Nothing was going right, like as far as according to plan. Mm-hmm. But I noticed he just kept moving and like he was like adjust, just adjust. All we got to do is like okay. They're not going to be here for an hour. Let's shoot these scenes first before they come. And like, mm-hmm. let's move the schedule around. Like, it was quick. Mm-hmm. And so I think the adjusting is very. I feel like once you get in the flow of it, it, it can get easier because you just know. Like, mm-hmm. you just got to adjust. But in general, it can be tough, especially when a lot of the the obstacles are coming at you, and there's just so many unknowns. Mm-hmm. But well, you have to trust in your own decision making. A lot of people freak out when things don't go according to plan. Newsflash: nothing goes according yeah. to plan in life. A, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if something goes fifty percent according to plan, you should go okay cool thumbs up whatever um most people aren't able to uh have that confidence in themselves and in their own decision making and i think that's why a lot of people freak out Mm -hmm. when things don't go according to plan because let's be honest if if something goes uh uh, if something goes off the rails most people are going to say okay shit we got to get out of this how are we going to do it people can come up with a million ideas but people are hard people find difficulty in executing on those ideas maybe you're working with a team you're afraid that you're going to take charge and lead everybody in a new direction and it's going to fail once again based on what ryan and nate said i cannot tell you guys enough that you have to adjust along the way and that ties into something a concept that we've talked about before Mm -hmm. is the concept of a controlling right you have to imagine in life in the scenario at the music video shoot whatever it is that you're driving a car you you have to visualize that okay Mm -hmm. and you've got all your passengers in the back and you're the one driving the bus Mm -hmm. and when you see a big pothole, you have to say, okay, are we going to swerve left or are we going to swerve right? Is there more debris to the left? Is there more debris to the right? Am I going too fast to make this big of a change? Do I have enough gas in the tank to accelerate over the bump after that? You have to be forward thinking like that because every single decision you make in a new direction immediately unveils an entirely new road and you're I, going in a new direction and i think you got to make quick decisions too yes and ver- and, and make decisions based off your instinct 
like um like what Tim Grover was saying in the book Relentless, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan's coach mm-hmm. or trainer. Um, when you like, let's say you're driving a car behind someone and you're about to rear end, rear about to rear end someone, mm-hmm. and you're coming in close. Are you, you going to act right away and do something about it, or are you just gonna you're gonna think about what you're gonna do? Like it's you only get a split second to to do it. So, um, just like make the decision based on instinct. But I think that's like where people go wrong. Like they start overthinking. Like oh yeah. I could do this. I could do this. Uh, what can I do? Uh, uh, which option? It's like, no, nah, just make a decision and go. And if it's the wrong decision, it, it might be better to make the wrong decision quick and learn from it and adjust from there rather than like be left with all these options and overthinking and then you don't make any decision yeah. and then shit just piles up even more, you know? Yeah. I think people freeze up when, when they have to make that decision because, <clears throat> well, I already spoke about how you could, you could lack confidence in your own decision-making ability, mm-hmm. but also you could be so focused on the initial on the vision of what you thought the outcome was going to be mm-hmm. maybe you're so focused no the, the the scenes in the music video they had to be like this mm-hmm. they had to be yeah. like this you have to be okay with understanding that the world is continuously changing mm-hmm. d- second by mm-hmm. second day by day halfway through a music video shoot or the night before you may get a call and i'm pretty sure that's happened to us hey we can't make it yeah we, yeah we're, we're we're in this uh, you know, we, we play a main role in this and now the main girl, in the, video. Yeah, the main girl in the video, <laughs> Ryan and I have shot like a bunch of music videos with our team. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and literally at every single shoot the night before someone bails out an actress or a person doesn't get back to us or just something. Yeah. Or we show up and like one of the batteries dies for some reason, like yeah, on yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. cameras or like some, someone didn't or print something out. Or whatever. Or we, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, you have to you can't be married to your initial idea mm-hmm. in the sense of if something happens that doesn't allow you to achieve that first vision you have to be okay with telling yourself well what is the closest i can get to that with the resources i have now mm-hmm. so let's say that the main girl um bails out the night before in your music video mm-hmm. and the vision you've had for weeks you th- you knew she was going to be in it you know you were going to venmo her and and yeah. have the model be in the video or whatever and you imagined it was like this this you know latina girl with black hair or whatever mm-hmm. and hoops and she's kind of short and then that morning your friend hits you up and she's like a tall blonde girl who looks nothing yeah, like yeah, that yeah. now your vision is kind of is kind of yeah. changed you have to be okay with that I've, you I've, have to take that resource and say well what what's the closest we can get to to the initial vision and honestly like i'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason because i think the times where we had to switch some shit up like that uh-huh. it always ended up being working out better that way yeah for the most part that I've realized, maybe I'm looking at at it in a certain perspective, but it's like, it seems like the times where shit went wrong, we had to switch something up and fix from there. It seemed like it was the better option in the first place. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of glad that happened. So I don't know if, I don't know if that's like a, um, I'm choosing to look at at it that way, but it seems like that's, that's how it is. I think you're choosing. Yeah. yeah. He's choosing. Go listen to Ryan's song, (laughs) choosing. Um, I, I, I want to say that you are choosing to look at it in a positive way, okay. but you have nothing to compare it to. Okay. You all, wouldn't all, know. All, you, you wouldn't know. Yeah. All you had was the vision in mm-hmm. your head, and that's never going to be a tangible thing like an exported video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. when you see the first, or when you see that other iteration of the video, after some shit has gone haywire, mm-hmm. you know, the I, I think you 
trusting yourself mm-hmm. and being a good decision maker and a good leader, Ryan, you you say, hey, I'm I'm happy with this. Okay. And and that that just ties back into it. That's why you have to shape yourself into the type of person who trusts themselves. Uh-huh. Go back and listen to our episodes about confidence. Go listen to Ed Milet, dude, Andy Frisella, all these guys. Confidence is literally the number one thing that you can have. Mm-hmm. Um that that's going to help you in all areas of your life and in your decision making. So I feel like you got to protect that confidence too. Cause it goes like this. If you let it, you know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like you got to protect that confidence. Like, uh-huh. um, it's not just you have it and then it, it's stagnant. Like, I feel like for me at least, like it goes like in waves up and down. Like you're very confident sometimes. Yes. And, other and so times other times I'm insecure or whatever. And there's like everything in between, but uh, I feel like, protecting that confidence at all costs is like the main thing you got to do in your life yeah. that I've realized, you know? Yeah. It's, it's hard, man. It's, it's like, especially when you step into a new environment or, mm-hmm. or you're in an environment where you're not really like, that's not your shit. Mm-hmm. Like if I stepped into a studio with like all, all, all the dudes, like in your realm, um, like in the R and B realm and like engineers and stuff like that. If I, if I stepped into the studio with them, I would feel a little out of place in terms of, uh, I'm a manager and uh-huh. I don't, I don't necessarily like this is, these aren't my, yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't my area, you yeah. know? So I'm, I may be a little more reserved, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be any less confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think people confuse like, um, you know, just because you're acting a little bit more reserved, I think that can show maturity and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you don't have to tell yourself like, fuck man, I'm not talking to anybody. It's like, dude, if you're out of your element, like don't, don't walk up and try to be, try to be the shit or whatever, you know, just. Yeah. I think I'm more talking about like, um, like literally insecure. Cause like, I oh, think, okay, I think okay. being reserved is one thing. Like you could be reserved and confident, you know what I'm saying? But I'm talking about like, like sometimes I'll be in podcasts where I'm feeling very confident mm-hmm. what we're doing. And sometimes I feel like insecure, like just talking. And it's like, I got to battle that. Yeah. Just like, just being real. Cause this is like a raw podcast. So yeah. like, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to feel like be filtered or whatever. You know what it is? What? You got, you, Hey, fuck what anybody thinks, bro. We are, we already know, and then yeah, you yeah. put and then you put the why behind it. Mm-hmm. But no, I totally get what you're saying. It's like sometimes you you know the the, the, the your confidence level fluctuates and everything. But when that happens to me, yeah. I have a two step process. Right. Number one, in my mind, I go, Jacob, fuck what anybody thinks. Fuck yeah, what yeah. anybody thinks about you. I feel it. Number number two, mm-hmm. give yourself a why. Mm-hmm. Did, you said that in one of the podcasts, didn't you? Yeah. Well, you told me that personally, like in our conversations, but but reiterate it so if you so yeah. let's say you don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about mm-hmm. you what what is the next step for that you have to have a why mm-hmm. right because if you just don't care what anyone thinks about you mm-hmm. if it's hollow then you're not really going to have like a substantial reason to really boost your confidence and not mm-hmm. give a fuck so well i think it's less on what people think and more about like my expectations for myself like because we talk about it all the time right like if you're not fulfilling your expectations to a certain level then you're always gonna feel like a like a little bit you're gonna have a hard time having that confidence in yourself because you know you could have done more and you could be more but you're you're lacking and you're being lazy or whatever it is so um for me sometimes it's not really like the i honestly do like i don't have much of a problem with what people think nowadays um I don't know if that's because I've been through some, some shit mm-hmm. and like I just like I've grown that barrier. Mm-hmm. Now it's more so like myself. Like mm-hmm. if I'm honest with myself and I'm like, you know what? I'm not delivering like kind of like the imposter syndrome thing we always talk about, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, why am I saying all this shit if I feel like I'm slacking a little bit? Like that that sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
that makes sense. Anyways, back on <laughs> back on the track of what we were saying about um, what was it? Um, the why being solutions oriented. Oh, being solutions yeah, yeah, yeah. oriented. Yeah, we took a yeah. detour there. I took so. a little detour. Flipped the signal on. Took a little detour. Went on the dirt road. Went to the darkness a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've I've had people tell me that you know if you're solutions oriented, like what's the point in even having a plan then? Like if you could just find solutions to things, what's the point in even having a plan? I think the point of having a plan is to safeguard against risk and do the most that you can mm-hmm. to ensure that the vision that you have in your head is going to be achieved. Well, the way I see it is like if you don't have a roadmap, how are you going to get anywhere? Like you need yeah. some kind of plan in a way mm-hmm. or else you're just going to always be stuck thinking like, they're going to be stuck in the mud like because you're not going to really know where to go. You're going to be like kind of confused and you're going to make all these excuses for yourself of like, oh, like, I, but I would start, but I'm doing this. I'm in school right now mm-hmm. or I'm doing this or after the new year or, you know, after my birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like just having a roadmap is key in, the, in general, but it's never going to be the right roadmap because you, ne- you don't know. You yeah. can't predict the future. 100%. You know? So look, a plan is to safeguard against a potential risk, but... You, you know, you still have to be solutions oriented. And that means that I've said the word solution a thousand times, yeah. you know, but you need to be a problem solver. Nobody wants to be on a team. And I've worked on a bunch of different teams in school, out of school. Nobody wants to be on a team with a person who isn't trying to achieve the solution or, you know, another word for solution is goal. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to work on a fucking team with somebody like that. And so if you can't sit there and identify, so it's one thing to to be able to identify problems. It's another thing for you to be able to take those problems, place those problems next to the resources that you have and say, okay, how can we put all these together and use these resources against these problems to create a solution? Mm -hmm. God damn, man. I cannot Mm -hmm. stand when I just hear people bitching about the situation. It's like, if we get a flat tire on the side of the road, it's like, yeah, we have a problem. How the fuck are we going to fix it? Mm -hmm. Do, do we have a spare? Do we have a jack? What is the tread like on the spare? How many miles is it going to take to get home? Like when you start doing things like that and you shift your mindset and you become a solutions oriented person, you're not going to feel so stagnant. Yeah, You're not going to th- feel so stuck. There's like two people I feel like in that situation. Like there's the guy who just what you said, like what's what's the solution? Um, extra tire, et cetera. Uh-huh. Then there's a the person that's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh my God, I'm freaking out. Like ha- oh, we need help. Like we need to figure this out. Oh my God. And you start yeah. like losing yourself in your in your mind. And I feel like, you know, you got you to gotta be able to figure out who you are in that situation. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. 100%. And you're you're gonna be the leader in some situation whether you're babysitting some kids i worked at a summer camp for two years seasonally being in charge of a cabin full of kids you know and uh, it was fucking awesome but it's like right then and there it's like there were there were no uh, no parents there were i i was the solutions oriented leader talk about patience oh yeah and you're no doctor (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah no man i ain't got a medical degree uh nope 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 that was clever I like that. Um, no, but seriously. Yeah. And so, uh, that's just an example of an, of a situation where I had to be, I, I, I was forced to be solutions oriented. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of 12 year old kids riding BMX in front of me. If one mm-hmm. of them like gets hurt or yeah. some shit happens, whatever, that's, that's on me, yeah. you know? And so 
whether you're in school or not in school or you have a job or you don't have a job or you're a stay-at-home daughter or whatever. You seen that TikTok? It's like I'm a stay-at-home daughter. I never see that. No. Okay, no, I'll show you after. <laughs> but um, is it on Triller? Is it on a, a Zing? What was that app uh, called? Zin. Zin. Is it? Do you use Zin? Um, believe it or not, and and yeah, this could be scary to you, but to all the people listening, at some point you're gonna be the person in the leadership role. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck yeah. it's gonna be, but one day you're gonna have to pull that shit out of you and be a leader. So why would you not start today? Why would you not start being a leader today and become solutions oriented in every situation you're in? have your chest out high and say, how can I be the person that provides mm. the solution? And that's a, not in an egotistical way. That's for the greater good of everybody. Mm. Imagine if no one in the group, you know what fucking pisses me off? Right? You, you know what being solutions oriented is? Did I just say that correctly? Do you know what being solutions oriented is? You said it right. That's a mouthful. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I'm talking real fast. Being solutions oriented could be you and all of your friends at the mall or something, and you can't decide where to eat. I feel yeah. like you've been in a yeah, situation yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. Everyone's been in that situation. The friends can't decide what mall they want to go to. The friends can't decide, you know, what to wear or whatever, whatever. Be the one fucking person who's got some balls. Be a leader and be solutions oriented and say, yo, let's do this, 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 and that. I've come to realize that when I'm in a situation and I can see there's uncertainty and indecisiveness amongst the people around me, I'll be like, stop, here's a plan. Can I get a a majority yes or no? And when we get that majority yes, I go, all right, we're acting on it. Let's do it. (laughs) Now now in a relationship, let's get in a relationship. (laughs) You got to be 20 times. No, I'm just kidding. I, okay. Real quick to preface this. I haven't been in a relationship. My 24th birthday was, uh, on December 17th. I haven't been in a relationship since I was like 18. Mm-hmm. So like a formal relationship. So yeah, I'm going like, to like, like you I take I feel like it. we got the same mindset with it though. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I feel like you and I are in a relationship. Oh, no. I think, <laughs> I think we got the mi- same mindset about it. You know okay. what I'm saying? All right. I'll let you go off. Go off. Basically, I believe, I think you believe this too. Like as the man in the relationship, the woman wants to be led to make like decisions like if, if she's saying like you know what i don't know where i want to eat like what should we do like I, th- I feel like she wants her man to be like let's go here i'm feeling this yeah what do you think? yeah i don't think as a whole like as a whole all chicks are like that chicks all women mm-hmm. chicks okay. girls whatever are like that i think generally speaking i would agree yeah mm-hmm. most girls that i've talked to and from what i see just the way girls act is that they they like when a guy can make a decision like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the most part, I would agree with you, but I'm sure there are tons of dudes who can't make a decision for their life and their girl makes the decision. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility too. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm just I'm not yeah, going to yeah. put like a hard black and white answer okay, on it, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? But I would say for the most part, like you're, pr- you're probably right. Yeah. Ladies, uh, respond to us let us know that's, that's i mean that's what i've heard let from, us know. like women who have been my friends like they're like well i've always wanted a guy who just like leads and makes the decision like if i don't know what i want to do like i want him to like plan the date and like just yeah. have the date ready so i don't have to I'm, think about it you know what I'm, saying? I'm pretty sure most girls would rather have a guy call them and say hey friday six o'clock we're doing this i'll pick you up we're going to this place dress like this we're gonna go to this place do that that's this and that I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure like 99% of girls would rather yes. have that guy than the the fucking the guy who go hey um wh- I was what wondering you if do? you're free this Friday is there what do you, like are you cool with going to <laughs> do I have your consent to drive with you in my passenger seat is yeah. it, is that okay you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. so I think the former is yeah the gener- latter. generally speaking what uh, the latter you sure the latter is <laughs> <laughs> wait what no 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 I always, I always thought that word was funny that's why I brought the that up. La- <laughs> 
<laughs> no, the latter would be the guy. Hey, um, is it okay if we go here, right? Because yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. the former. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're just talking about your shit. But yeah, so relationships, um, with a significant other, yeah. business relationships, all that type of stuff. You, Basically, somebody's got to make a decision. Yeah, about something. Yeah, one hundred percent. And if you don't feel like you're in that position, all I have to say is listen to some of our other podcast episodes, research on the internet, watch YouTube videos. I watch. You know, you can laugh at this. I watch YouTube videos on how to become a, a more confident person. Mm-hmm. I watch YouTube videos. I, I look at hashtags like self improvement, mm, confidence yeah, yeah. building, whatever, and shit like that. Because I've just come to realize life is really short and. I'm not going to be that motherfucker who's sitting there letting people make decisions for them or not being able to uh, come to a solution for Mm -hmm. something. And once again, you can inspire others. Be that person that takes that charge and and helps drive the solution. That is going to help you in your marriage. That is going to help you in your relationship with a business partner like me and Ryan. Like Ryan is the most solutions-oriented motherfucker I know. So so here's an example. We were at, um, uh, what was Reagan's school? Yorba Linda. So we were at Yorba Linda Middle School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at Yorba Linda Middle School. It's in the middle of Ryan's school tour earlier this year. And we have this big-ass banner that we had to set up. We already talked about it. Anywho, it wasn't staying up because the wind was so bad. Yeah. And I was like, Ryan, this isn't going to happen, dude. I'm not going to have this banner fall on you. We have like $1,000 worth of audio equipment on the table behind the banner. I just don't want some fucked-up shit to happen, whatever. And like all these kids are watching you. And Ryan, like you literally grabbed me and you were like, Jacob, we are going to make this work. And you like handed me the string. You were like, take the string, tie it off. Okay, I'll grab a sandbag and let's make it work. We have eight minutes until the bell rings and the kids come out, whatever. And I I was totally like, fuck, man. Fine, fine, whatever. And... um. We, had, we ended up making it happen. But if Ryan would have ga- gave in right there and said, okay, you're right, bro, let's not do it. And neither of us were, were active in trying to find a solution, that show wouldn't have been as cool because it would have been Ryan dancing on a field with me with all the audio equipment behind him. But now we got this big 10 yeah. by 10 banner with him on it, social media on it, mm. and it was dope. It was like the backstage area. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, that's a real life example that we've had together mm. among, <laughs> you know, of many yeah, yeah. where one of us has been super solutions oriented and we made some fucking cool shit happen man so I, I hope you people listening you know are inspired by that and motivated and being solutions oriented can can be something as as simple as you know you're you're trying to I think the basic gist of it is that you are going to make it happen by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. So if you pull out your vacuum out of the closet and it's broken in some way or whatever, uh, find the duct tape. Okay, duct tape that shit back together, zip tie it Mm -hmm. back together and find a way to achieve the goal that you had. That's what being solutions oriented. It's taking this by any means necessary and you're good at that. Taking this by any means necessary mentality and applying it to what you're doing and forcing yourself to act in a certain way that's going to achieve your goal. Mm -hmm. Okay, and when I say by any means necessary, I obviously mean in a legal and ethical way. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm going to get money by any means necessary. You know, you're not going to go fucking rob people and shit, but. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much what I got for everybody. I agree, man. I think that's um, that's a super important skill for any entrepreneur, any anybody in life. I mean, I think making quick decisions and just acting and taking action and going forward, no matter what the obstacle is, is like the biggest skill you can have. Otherwise, you're like giving up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and here's what I want to say too. As a guy who's worked in the corporate world and has worked like. And I, st- I still quote unquote technically work. Uh, I don't work in a corporate environment, but I mm-hmm. work in, in 
formal business. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? As my day job. So um, people want to hire people that provide yeah. solutions. Yeah. People, You will make money by being solutions-oriented, okay? Mm. I've worked internships and jobs and stuff like that, and people, your boss, your coworkers, people above you, below you, next to you, whatever, will respect the fact that you're the guy or the girl or the zimzer, her, whatever the fuck you are, trying to achieve a goal uh, in the common interest of others. Mm. So that's another thing about working with a team is like, you got to look at it and say, okay, sure, I can be solutions oriented, but you're not only doing that for yourself, Mm. you should get stoked and say, hey, I'm not, me being confident and stepping up and saying, yo, I think we should do this. Here's a game plan, whatever. You're not only helping yourself, dude, you're helping every other person in the room. Yeah. So like, why would you not do that? If you have the ability to help others just by simply speaking out and making decisions and trying to push everybody forward, why the fuck would you not do that? 100%. What are you fucking afraid of what people think? Mm-hmm. You're afraid your coworker is gonna, gonna, gonna think that oh, here goes Jacob speaking out again. And I used to be like that. I used to sit in the fucking conference room when I was working at the SRC mm-hmm. and my boss would be like, all right, anybody I, like, you know, ideas for maybe the, how we could solve this? I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I should speak out. I don't know if I should say something. That's a fucking pussy ass mentality, dude. Well, that, that, well, that comes from like, high, like insecurity from high school, I think. Because I, yeah. I think everyone has that. Yeah, yeah, in class you're like you're scared to raise your hand because like oh yeah. like people think I'm trying too hard and shit. Well, you know what whatever, I have to you know say to that? Get the fuck over it. Yeah, dude. yeah, we're in the Get real the world fu- now. Yeah, we're in the real fucking world now, dude. I got over that shit. Ryan got over that shit. We're two average fucking Joes. Ryan's yeah. whole thing is that he's the underdog, dude. This guy mm-hmm. is an underdog, mm-hmm. I, f- and and he's gonna fucking make it, and we're gonna make it. Mm-hmm. And you gotta have that confidence, dude. Grow up out of that high school bullshit where you're afraid to raise your hand. If you had some shit happen to you in life that really made you a very timid person or whatever, and you're not solutions oriented sorry but uh that's not my fault that's not the fault of uh, your coworkers or whatever it's up to you as a mm-hmm. fucking adult who wants to be productive to get out there and make things happen so yeah. fucking do it okay yep. that's all it is life is all about taking action that's what i realized i've had a fucked up past couple weeks in my life and i'm here to tell you guys straight up how it is you're gonna get all these fucking people on social media telling you you know that you know it's okay to act this way it's okay to 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 act that way and and be timid or whatever or if you're an introvert i don't care if you're an introvert that doesn't mean that you can't be confident and solutions oriented introvert extrovert whatever the fuck you are dude Mm -hmm. go out there and make it fucking happen yeah insert andy for sell fucking beat at the end that's a perfect outro right there damn but that's it that's it that's something that gets me fired up so i want to surround myself with people who are solutions oriented i want to surround myself with you know with sticks with nate james with andy frisella with ryan ramirez with the other people on our team that we're blessed to work with that's the type of people i want to hang out with that's the type of people that you should hang out with whether you're with your friends and no one can decide where to eat or you're sitting at the fortune 500 company with the executives and no one knows what the fuck to do you got to be the guy that's willing to go out there and lead everybody to success and to provide a solution. And that's it. 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 24. Wow. Yeah, 24. All right. Hey, hit us up on Instagram at Ryan Ramirez official. This guy has a lot of music dropping um, next year, a fuckload of music dropping. I'm mm. pretty stoked. Next year, meaning like starting like next month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starting in a week, you know? Yeah. And, um, uh, 
hit me up on Instagram at J-A-C-X-B-Moore, M-O-O-R-E. This is Inside the RV. Hey, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. We don't we don't run ads or anything. We just try to get on here and drop a lot of valuable knowledge. Share it with a friend. You know, Please do that for us. We'd really appreciate it. We're growing our listenership. Everybody listening, our insiders, you guys are the shit. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Tw- don't even wait. What, what you're going to wait? Oh, I'll do it next year. If you're listening right now, whatever you want to do, go fucking home and do it right now. Yep. What, you're going to wait till next year? That's nine days from now. Fuck that, dude. Don't yeah, wait till next year. Do it now. Because January 3rd is going to come around and be like, ah, you know what? After Valentine's Day. <laughs> and then after St. Patrick's Day. And then after Leif Erikson Day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? After Leap Year. Oh, wait, not this year. <laughs> yeah. For real. But hey, insiders, we love you guys. Thank you for everything. Shout out the insiders, man. Shout them out, Let's baby. Go. Episode 24. Peace mind, out. You and I'm trying to decide. I'm looking in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, besides, but your feelings inside you. I'm pushing up my mind.